0: amazon's gonna send it your way you can open the door like yeah. before the package comes and like meet him in the driveway and be like hey right. I, yeah I'll okay I'll, I'll take this i'll hand that it. in yeah or they can bang on your door and totally.
1: you know That's it's a good po- way to put right. it get in there one way or the
0: other yeah it's coming yeah. it's there it's already there what is it The calls coming from inside the yes. house right? are you ready to bring your full self to the table Whether you're a seasoned professional, an aspiring entrepreneur, or simply curious about what it takes to show up and succeed as an authentic leader, this podcast is your guide to success in under 10 minutes. Join me as we explore the ins and outs of authentic leadership from some of the most incredible, unconventional leaders. We'll be diving into strategies, insights, and transformative stories that will quickly shift your approach to leadership in some unexpected and effective ways. This is That's So Unprofessional, the ins and outs of leadership, and I am your host, Dr. Lee C. Cordell. Hey, y'all. Welcome to this week's episode. Oh, my gosh. I just had the most incredible conversation that probably could have gone on for several more hours with the amazing Dr. Kimberly Rose Pendleton, who's here with me. And I am just so excited to share three of the points that we pulled out that were just so beautiful from a leadership perspective. Kim, first of all, thank you for talking with
1: me for like two hours. That was great. Oh, my God. My pleasure. I love our conversations (laughs) so much. So, just for the people who
0: are not familiar with your work, can you tell us just a little bit about who you are, what you do?
1: Yes, with pleasure. No pun intended. <laughs> I am an intimacy and pleasure coach. And my business, Uncover, has kind of a range of things we do, but it's a lot about trauma healing, self love, relationships, religious trauma, recovery in particular. Um, so I'm sure you can all see why we and I are good friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've been friends
0: for a while. We became coaches around the same time. And like, really, we were talking about it on the show, like grew up together, so to speak. And so there were three particular points that like, just immediately stood out to me. I'm excited to actually start with it, because I know that this is the one that like, has felt the most exciting and a little like edgy for you. We were talking a lot about purity culture. And just your past of growing up in the evangelical church and like how that led you to approach life. And so I know there's a lot of leaders in our world who also have strong ties to purity culture. And so like, I'd just love to hear you share a little bit about that.
1: Oh my gosh, totally. And like you said, this is, it's edgy feeling, even though it also feels so right because I have so many clients in my own past where I just see how the remnants of that way of thinking, especially like, I could be bad, I could be dirty, I could do the wrong thing and like mess up, like almost like that there's one, you have one shot and not just about intimacy, right? I mean, that's a big place where it plays out where I notice a lot of clients who have a lot of guilt and shame around like their body or their pleasure, even if they are happily married, it's like, can't let go in bed and it's often because for decades they were taught like this is wrong this is scary don't do this you're it's dangerous Mm -hmm. but even in other areas too where it's just like oh I could say the wrong thing I could get canceled I could mess up I could be too much or I've taken up too much space I think a lot of those fears around being seen and being safe have such deep roots in purity culture.
0: Yeah. It's not something that I hear talked about a lot. I don't want to just necessarily stratify it to women leaders because I yeah. think that it it affects us more like explicitly and it affects all yeah. of us in a lot of implicit
1: ways. So such a good way to say that. Totally. You know, I had a client, a Muslim client who was like, my neighbors are judging me for getting divorced. And it's like, mm-hmm. that feels like purity culture to me or like my clients who are, are like, I'm worried if I sleep with him on the first date that like he'll judge me or he won't call. And it's like, that feels like purity culture too. Sometimes it's so explicit. It's the memories from my youth group or whatever, but so often it's like kind of like in the air we breathe that like you can only be good in this like very particular way. And the stakes are so high, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking about so many
0: of the boardroom meetings that uh, Even, like how you dress, how yeah. you speak, all of those things. It's very similar to, for me personally, of like sitting in the pews at church and, yeah, and is. going like, okay, a- am I doing this right? Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. Well, and we go into that like a lot more. Um, and in fact, we talk a lot about your pleasure after purity culture membership, like to really support uh, people in, in this. And, and I hope that we have some like women CEOs hop, their butts in there and and I I think that there's this there's a stigma against like oh well I'm in leadership so I can't go into these spaces and and really open myself up and if anyone is doubting that Kim's space is like one of the perfect places to do that because she's got a lot of you have a lot of women out there doing very big things that are able to like Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah I really appreciate that reflection and it's so true I mean I I certainly get it. It can feel scary to be like, I'm in a room with some of my own clients. I'm in a room with like many of my colleagues and I'm about to open up. But what I find is that it only shores up your leadership and yeah. your credibility. I mean, the truth is not that this is what it's about, but it's like, it will probably get you more clients. <laughs> because, right. Like, your <laughs> vulnerability and your honesty is so compelling. I've had countless... Experiences where, like, getting in the room where I was a little nervous to be in there, being like, "Oh, am I going to get judged?" And people are like, "Oh, you're real." Yeah, I trust you more.
0: Yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That actually kind of leads to the second thing because we talk about this in the full YouTube show around like how you and I kind of grew up in the wild, wild west of coaching, like before totally. before totally. the bubble burst and, you know, yeah. like, people were just out there doing what they were doing and for the good and the bad and right for
1: better and for worse. Right.
0: No. Yeah. And one of the things we talked about though, is that like, there's this ideal of, okay, well, once I hit six figures or multiple six figures or, yeah. you know, seven figures like you have, that sense oh, of all my problems are gonna right. go away
1: like, all if i To be honest away. I really I was like what problems could I possibly have if I'm making a million dollars a year more <laughs> Like friend, the exact same. <laughs> like, right. more all the your same money mindset all your same box and fear is only amplified because yeah. now you're playing a bigger game and like the stakes are higher and also there's like nowhere to hide. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that that translates, you know, directly over into like corporate America too of, okay, yeah. well now I'm the VP or I'm the CEO right. or I'm the chief. Right. I'm in this role where everyone can yeah. see me and like, yeah. yeah, I've got more power. I've got more influence. I also have a lot more eyes on me. 100%. Yeah. And it really makes me think about like the money, the power, the status, like it's just going to magnify whatever I, is underneath. And like, I, if you haven't done the work that both of us help people do in our spaces or d- done it somewhere else. It's going to come up one way or the other.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> you I'm can either t- like do it intentionally in kind of a soft way or it'll like yeah. come up in a like surprise. right in the old pattern that you're like, yeah, but
0: I thought I healed that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Amazon's gonna send it your way. You can open the door like yeah. before the package comes and like meet him in the driveway and be like, "Hey, right. I, I, yeah, okay, I'll take, okay, that. I'll, I'll take this. I'll handle it." In. Yeah, or they can bang on your door and totally. you know That's it's such a good way to put right. it. Get
1: in there one way or the other.
0: Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's there. It's already there. What is it? The call's coming from inside the yes, house, right?
1: Exactly. Oh my god so good.
0: Well, then the third thing we really talked about that, you know, we were, we were talking about our relationships and just like the healing that we've done. And, you know, you actually held such beautiful space for like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to process through a couple of things yeah. here that I hadn't realized. Oh, it's
1: so beautiful.
0: Well, one of the things that you said that I think is It translates to like every relationship and particularly when you are in leadership and someone's coming to you and they're not happy. Yeah. So this can be parent child. This can be like this can be anything. And you said something that like I immediately wrote down and you said, What if when this person brings this to me,
1: like, can I use this to Mm -hmm. learn more about them? Yes, exactly. Like, could a moment of conflict. And this is something I had to really consciously start to choose. Like I'm Italian. This is like not how I am wired to think about conflict. But it was like, oh, if this is a moment of someone trying to tell me something about them, whether it's my partner or. My client or my friend, and even if the way they're doing it is not very artful or whatever, that can actually be such an invitation to more intimacy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I could know you better. I could know you more. I could share something you need to know about me too, about mm-hmm. this conflict. But it really changed it because I think I used to feel like conflict was a sign that intimacy was in trouble. And I think a lot of us kind of grow up thinking that versus like, oh, conflict as a portal to more intimacy and closeness, like that was countercultural for me, but it changed everything to start choosing that.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, I actually feel a little validated now, which is funny because that's literally what you're doing when you say, can I, you know, can I use this to learn more about them? You know, one of our values at the Institute is like mutual benefit. And then the other is attunement and compassion. And I think about both of those together because we say the way we practice those is if you bring us something that is bothering you or something that you want to discuss, like, or complaint, feedback, whatever, that's the beginning of the conversation, not the end of
1: it. Yes. I love that. I love that.
0: Well, and I think as leaders, so often someone's like, hey, this thing's bothering me. And we're like, okay, I'll fix it. Totally.
1: You could go immediately into fight or immediately into fun and like neither one is really that helpful. No. And and I think
0: something, it took me a really long time to learn as a leader is that me jumping to fix something is fight energy.
1: Yes. It's so interesting, right? Like even right. if that Fighting it consciously. It's like, I'm fighting the feeling of sitting in this discomfort and yeah. even maybe talking to them about it more. <laughs> right.
0: You know, you really rob a yeah. person across from you, both from the experience of just being validated in it. And also, I've noticed this with my kids, I rob them of the chance to learn how to yeah. like handle it themselves.
1: Yes. You're so right. 100%.
0: Yeah. Because most of the time, people just need you to validate that their feelings are valid and then be like, okay, well, what would you like to do about that? And most of the time they haven't, they have an answer. Yes. Yes. So I'm so grateful you brought that up, especially in today's world, it shifts the way we think about conflict because most of the time you're right. Like we think about conflict as, well, they're wrong. I'm right. Or I'm wrong. They're right. And instead it's like, no, no, no. We're disagreeing on something. Yeah. What don't I know about them? I love
1: that. Yeah. It just feels better. Totally. Totally. It means like, oh, neither of us have to be, even be wrong. No, there's, I'm here and I'm yeah. covered.
0: There's so many more important things than being right or wrong. Like, that is the least important thing to me. Yeah. I would say 90% of the time now. So, um, Uh uh-huh. there's, there's still <laughs> that 10% of the time yeah. I want to be yeah. right. <laughs> that, that totally makes sense. So, uh, well, Kim, thank you so much. And y'all, I cannot just sing the praises of this episode enough, if you have the the space and the time to go watch or listen to the full episode on YouTube, like if you are somebody who has had any religious trauma, if you're somebody that wants to understand more about like your relationship and codependency, you're someone who's been in the coaching industry, really, like, I think <laughs> everyone can pull something from this. But those are like the particular uh, ones in addition to what we just said that I think like, gosh. you should go listen to this. Kim is, yeah. Kim's a smart cookie, y'all.
1: Oh, well, I I totally agree. Let's all share this because I feel like it really covered so much ground and it's such a testament to you and your work, Lee. And I'm just so grateful to have been able to be here. Thank you.
0: All right, we will catch you all next time. You can grab Kim's information in the show notes and we'll see you later. Thank you for joining us on this episode of That's So Unprofessional. I hope you found our quick tips for showing up as an authentic leader to be both insightful and inspiring. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to learn more from our guests, be sure to check out the show notes and deep dive into our full YouTube episode and invitation to subscribe to our podcast to catch future episodes filled with valuable strategies and stories. You can also connect with me, Dr. Lisey Cordell, on social media for updates and exclusive content. Until next time, remember, you get to decide how you show up to the leadership table.